Opinions on objects. Musings on miscellany. What we think about this, that, and everything else. My name's Jack. And my name's Andy. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Jack, Jack and Andy's Thoughts on Stuff. Today, we're going to start off with anime and then see where it goes from there. Hmm. Um, anime and anything pop culture is sort of close to both of our interests to varying degrees, so it'll be hopefully an interesting conversation. (laughs) Uh, Last night I started watching this new anime on Crunchyroll called, in English it's called Those Snow White Notes, but in Mm. Japanese it's called Mashiro no Oto. That's not a direct um, translation, is it? What's Mashiro? Mashiro, I, I feel like it's probably like really white, like super white. Oh, it's Shiro. It's like, like Snow White. Snow White, yeah. Oh. But oh, it's okay. actually about, um, I've only watched two episodes so far, but it's actually about Shamisen playing. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. Shamisen. And I had, I was like, because I always look at the ratings on Crunchyroll when I'm finding a new anime, and it had like five stars. So mm. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this one. But it seems really good so far. I like the main character. He's like this high school boy whose grandfather was like this amazing shamisen player and Mm. he just like has this natural talent for it and his grandfather dies and tells him that he wants him to stop playing shamisen for a little while until he figures out why his sound is so disgraceful. Oh, disgraceful <laughs> sound. And so he, like, leaves. I think he's living in Aomori, so he leaves Aomori to go to Tokyo to try and find his own sound. It's um, less disgraceful. Yeah, that's less disgraceful. But I really like the way they draw him. The way they've colored him is really different from normal. Like, he's mm. really pale and very black. Like, his eyes are black, his hair. Like, oh, yeah. very traditional. Yeah, yeah, but, but he looks... ghostly. Yeah, he looks kind of ethereal. Like, I, yeah. I like the way they've drawn him. So, yeah, in the first episode, he goes to Tokyo, and he's he's in Rapongi of all places. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he gets caught up in some trouble, and this chick comes and, like, saves him by kicking the shit out of, like, these Yakuza types. Yeah, he, she ends up just letting him stay with her until because she um feels sorry for him because she's trying to get into show business and stuff. Mm. But she's having trouble, and her agency are just basically trying to get her into porn essentially Uh, so she's um she's also got like this boyfriend who's the lead singer of a band but of course he's a deadbeat who like yeah takes money off her and cheats on her and stuff like that so Mm. the young guy the new guy setsu he's like he's just i love that because he's straight up like he doesn't like beat around the bush about things like she he saw her giving money and he stopped her and he's like you need to like basically caught him a scumbag and said you need to like think about what you're doing yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> Stop taking money from your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. So I've only watched two episodes so far, but so far I like it. That's cool. And I've I also, like, um, sorry, you go. I was going to say, I like the anime and manga that get into a lot of detail on specific parts of Japanese culture, mm. or just culture in general. I was reading a manga that was about winemaking <laughs> at one point, and it was really good, very interesting. Yeah. I learned a lot about, uh, I can't pronounce it, terror, terror, terror. Goddamn French words. (laughs) Anyway, the land on which the plants are grown. Okay. (laughs) It's an annoying thing. They have it it in tea. Yeah. As well. Yeah. But I can't say the damn words. Yeah. yeah. Irritating. (laughs) Cool. Hmm. Then they stopped stopped releasing the series in English. Yeah. 
it's kind of a good way for educating people and things though because Mm. like if they did like anime on like school topics that we need to know about like kids would like totally lap that shit up oh for sure everything i mean i'm a big fan of edutainment yeah exactly more of it definitely in japan they have a lot of the anime and mangas about like the historical figures and the Mm. different times in like the shogun era and you know, all of those... Um, Although they do tend to make them a lot more attractive. Yes, they are <laughs> more attractive. <laughs> what was the one I sent you the picture of the other day? And I was like, there's this guy. This guy's meant to be this guy. Oh, uh, is he a shogunate? No, he wasn't a shogunate. He was meant to, He was a poet, an author. That's right. He was an author. And that was another anime I had watched on Crunchyroll where the girl came in from the future... And she landed in, like, this Edo, I think it was, like, the Edo period, Hmm. um, Japan. But she, like, got involved with all of these, like, literary historical figures and, like, the guy who... uh, And then the... I don't think he really bought electricity to Japan, but they had, like, another guy who bought electric... Was trying to bring electricity to Japan and she helped him. So there was Hmm. all these, like, really famous like literary yeah. figures and she interacts that she interacts with, with. Yeah. yeah and That's there cool. was one guy who's a um like a famous kabuki actor mm. she meets him as a man first but then later on she meets this like geisha but it's actually him <laughs> and she doesn't realize that it's him so she forms this really good relationship with him as a geisha yeah. <laughs> but not yeah <laughs> as soon as you said that though it reminded me of skip beat and how the main character dresses up as a chicken <laughs> and forms a really good relationship <laughs> with her crush. Yes. <laughs> in chicken form. Good old Kyoko. <laughs> Skip Beat is one of our favourite animes and mangas. Yeah. Well, definitely manga. The anime only has like 13 episodes or something. It doesn't yeah. go through the whole story. But I mean, I don't even think the story's finished. No, it's still yeah, going. it's still going, it? yeah. So long. Yes. Don't read it if you don't like romances that are will they, won't they. Very, for very slow burning. <laughs> Extremely slow burning. Yeah. I think mean, it went from hated each other to didn't hate each other to might have liked each other to liked each other but weren't aware of it themselves. Realized they liked each other and now they're up to the I'm never going to tell them that I like them because I respect them too much (laughs) stage. Well, I mean, in Ren's case, he's like, she's still only 17 or something. Well, that too. He's waiting. (laughs) He's waiting. He's very sensibly waiting. But I mean, it's not like he's ridiculously older than her. He is only like four years older than her or something like that. So it's not like he's like 15 years older than her and he's trying to scam on a high school (laughs) student. They were friends in childhood and stuff. Yeah, but Kyoko is extremely naive and oblivious (laughs) she's great she is great if you have not read skip beat yet highly recommend it the art is sometimes you just laugh at the way they're drawn because the proportions are (laughs) hilarious like super huge hands or super big bodies and tiny little pin hands but the storyline is funny yeah it's hilarious i think it's more of a comedy comedy than anything else like even though the romance is extremely slow burning like there's lots of other interesting stuff like i don't get bored of it like i do other mangas where 
the romance part of it is the main plot and, mm. and it's taking so long to like get to it and then it's I almost the B plot in, yeah um, skip beat it is the first yeah. plot's her trying to make it as a famous yeah actor. trying to be something herself yeah. to get get to basically fuck off show <laughs> but You're now shows yeah but now shows like trying to come in as well back again because she's yeah, like yeah it's too late show yeah <laughs> That ship has sailed, yeah. my phone. <laughs> Jackass. No. But you were saying too that you've been watching Beastars on Netflix. Mm. Mm. That's a very mm. weird series. Mm. I know a lot of people draw analogies between it and Zootopia because it sort of tackles discrimination and like minorities and how people relate to each other when you're not in the same groups. But where Zootopia is more like a, oh yeah, that's an example of sexism but in animal form, and that's a form of racism, but as animals. I don't think you can do that with Beastars. It's definitely about being in different groups and having to build understanding between someone who's really different to you, but there's no direct way to compare their experiences to human experiences because they've really leaned into the fact that they're animals and they have completely different cultures and way of thinking because they're animals and can't use it as an analogy. People try and they go, oh... But that's implying that people of this race are like this. Like, no, you can't compare them. <laughs> they have literal animals who can't survive without eating meat and all this, like, other stuff. It's too far into its own world building mm. to be able to compare it easily to, like, mm. a human circumstance. Mm. It's also fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of weird mm. shit. Mm. in that anime it's good though and it's very cute um, it's got a main character that's just the nicest person in the world <laughs> that struggles with like being a carnivore and wanting to eat meat mm. to the point that he's pretty much like a ve- he becomes a vegan wolf <laughs> and everyone thinks he's crazy yeah well, I guess good rather boy. than pairing it then to human society it's just I guess about the normal everyday like you know we have to we have choices to make we can kind of choose yeah to fight who we're expected to be and be purely ourselves or mm. we can just give in to what is expected of us i guess i think the best thing that um sort of highlights is how misunderstandings can occur if you don't communicate mm. like it's kind of the central theme at least for the second season mm. that horrible stuff happens because people weren't honest with not only how they were feeling, but mm. how they conceptualized their own existence. Mm. I don't want to give away any spoilers, because <laughs> it's kind of a twist. Because in the first season, one of the herbivores gets killed, mm. and he was a good friend of the main character, Wolf. Mm. And if you find out who did it in the second one. But it kind of happened because the carnivore hadn't realized there was more than one way to interact with herbivores, mm. sort of thing. He thought the only way to really be close to herbivore would be to eat him. <laughs> because the idea of having a strong friendship with someone so different from him mm. was just unthinkable mm. until he actually saw it happen between others. And then he was like, oh my God, I didn't have to eat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's not comparable to human yeah, interactions. Exactly, exactly. They're definitely animals. The one thing I wonder about, though, is... You don't see any monkeys mm. in that world. Ah. And they do a whole thing on, like, bigger predator animals 
are a lot more dangerous than smaller prey animals. Mm. So they keep the natural advantages, mm. physical advantages, mm. that those animals have in our world. Mm. But I figure by that logic, you couldn't take away a monkey's higher intelligence because that's mm. one of the things that gets them by in our natural world. Mm. So in this world, if dogs are as smart as people, then surely gorillas and chimpanzees and that must be like super geniuses mm. <laughs> or something. <laughs> like they must be the scientists of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but that's that's saying that humans are the smartest. Sometimes I wonder if like they're actually are definitely smarter animals than us, but they're just choosing to not be how we are and they're like mm. sitting back and they're like oh look at those stupid humans like <laughs> we ventured down that road you know way way in the past but we learnt our lesson yeah <laughs> and now we know to just like keep to ourselves and not try to have so much influence on yeah. the world and nature and stuff and i think it's um intelligence is mostly about adaptability and how well you get along in your environment <clears throat> humans are smart because we can sort of force adaptation mm. upon ourselves when, mm. like, with, through technology. Mm. But having said that, we there are the animals who well. are better physically adapted to their environment. Yeah. Well, they, they do the opposite to us, don't they? They physically adapt to our environment where we adapt our environment to us. Mm. Yeah. We build up our intelligence and knowledge base in order to form our world around us mm. where they just physically evolve to the point that they don't even need to think about yeah. it because they just fit in so well. Yeah, exactly. So who's the most intelligent, yeah. really? <laughs> and how important is intelligence in having a happy, successful so, life? Exactly, exactly. I guess you had there was something you said before about communication and how it's so important sort mm. of from B-stars, and I'm like, yes, because that's the main issue I have to deal with at work all the time (laughs) is people not communicating and I mean even in personal relationships myself like knowing that I need to communicate stuff I think it's not knowing how or what Mm. to communicate and when (laughs) and what you say can be taken the wrong way depending on the person you're talking to's understanding in the first place because that seems to be the main thing in B-stars is that Mm. people have people yeah animal creature people <laughs> have a set idea already of how things mm-hmm. are and they don't take in information in a pure yeah because they, they, they base yeah. they form assumptions of that person based on what they expect based on societal stereotypes and yeah what they've been taught to believe exactly exactly and that just yeah creates more problems it's worth in the end I know at work that's one of the things I freaking I'm just like I feel like I'm always rolling my eyes and we have this like above the line below the line behavior kind of thing rolling Mm. eyes is like below the line I'm like all right I'm just gonna (laughs) sit in my office and just roll my eyes at how can you not realize that if you had just spoken to that person rather than made the assumption that you know they're you're going to hurt them or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, I roll my eyes at myself all the time because yeah, I am my personal relationships. So <laughs> I remember, I can't quite remember what the topic was, but when we lived together, and this was a long time ago, mm. this is the first five years I think mm. we lived together, which mm. would be now six, seven years ago. Mm. There's one topic that whenever you talked about it, I'd roll my eyes. And I didn't even realize I was doing it, but you called me on it. <laughs> And then once I realised I was doing it, I was like, shit, that's really disrespectful and rude to Andy. Because <laughs> I'm blatantly saying, I don't care about what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> yes, 
hadn't even realized. <laughs> well, obviously, it didn't hurt me too much, but I can't even remember what it is now. Uh, it's just, uh, I guess, like... It's something that we have difference. Like, Andy and I have a lot of overlap in interests and opinions, but it was one of the ones where you were more interested in than me. Kind of mm. like how you prefer romance movies a lot more than I do. Mm. I'm almost anti-romance mm. movie, to be honest. It was something mm. like that. It was something relationship romantic yeah maybe it's related yeah and i'm not like just putting it out there i'm not a sappy romantic but i do like i do like seeing people happy together and finding the person that helps them to live their best life i guess yeah it's more it's not so much that andy is hyper romantic interested so much as that i have issues She's got so many issues. Probably, like, (laughs) need counselling for related to romantic relationships and stuff. I'm below the line rather than Andy being above the line. (laughs) Opinions on romance and interaction. But in saying that, there are romance where, like, a lot of times I was like, oh, spew. Like, that's just too going too far. Like, sappy soppy kind of but I do like sappy and soppy sometimes it just needs to be the right sappy sort of yeah I think a lot of it is if it's um feels genuine yeah sometimes when romance or anything else is over the top Uh, it takes away from the sincerity yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah. I think one of my favorite romantic lines was by Steve Carell who (laughs) is not one of my favorite actors but he was about to die because it was the end of the world or something. Oh, is that He that met one? his neighbour yeah, and they only had like 24 hours yeah, before yeah. a comet hit Earth yeah, yeah. and they formed a really good relationship like in that Small one to two days. Yeah, yeah. And he said to her that you are my favourite thing <laughs> in this world. And I'm like, that's so sweet. Yes. And it's not like a super sappy no. line. It's just more like, I've considered everything in existence. And I like you the best yes. of all the things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's really nice. But it feels genuine because it's <clears throat> not just a hallmark card, cookie cutter statement. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That same thing that like lots of people say in like sappy romance movies, mm. sort of thing. Or like, um, not romance related, but we got an email from our higher ups at work at my workplace saying that we're the real heroes for working <laughs> during COVID times. No one believed that. <laughs> it's just way too over the top. <laughs> exactly. Like, we appreciate that you're working in the field during times of COVID. Sure, that's fine. But you're the real heroes. <laughs> like, it reminds me of, like, I think it might be in The Boys, the TV series about um, superheroes, mm-hmm. where the, su- the main superhero, who's actually the villain of the mm-hmm. series, says something like that to the American soldiers mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get all the fame and everything, but you soldiers, you're the real heroes. <laughs> Didn't believe it remotely at all. Because the main character, oh, the main character, the main villain and the main superhero is super vain and self-absorbed. Yeah. And, he, you know, didn't say it because he felt it or yeah. thought it, just because that was the thing you said. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's all bullshit. It is all bullshit. So much bullshit. I, like, I think for romance, I just like, I like that genuine sort of, like, where they, you know, start out maybe not really understanding or, like, you can see it. There's not... I can't stand those movies or those animes and stuff where one character is, like, obsessed with the other character from the beginning and then the Mm. whole thing is about them getting them. I like 
that kind of just I I was watching um the holiday the other night which by the way i feel like it's an underrated like movie like yeah it's i think just, my mother watched it and she was like this is actually really yeah, good even really though good, it's got is it jack black and jack kate black. winslet yeah. jude law and cameron diaz yeah and not I, all I'm, of those people who you'd expect yeah exactly and i'm not a huge fan of cameron diaz's character because she's one mm. of those like super super <sighs> You know those American characters that you get that are just like on their career path and they're just so full of them themselves and yeah. stuff and yeah. Anyway, aside from that, there's just this really beautiful like. Mo- I really like Kate Winslet's character because so she goes to America and like because they swap houses. If you've not seen The mm. Holiday before, um, they both are going through a rough time in life. Um, Kate Winslet's got a douchebag guy in her life who's basically she thought they were together and that he loved her and stuff and then he announced at like a party that he was getting engaged to this other woman and I'm just like scumbag (laughs) but anyway so she's on this like you know heartbreak sort of thing and then Cameron Diaz um, finds out that her boyfriend or partner is like sleeping with some other woman or I don't know if it was a husband or a boyfriend anyway and she has this thing where she can't cry and she's she obviously puts barriers up because apparently due to her parents' divorce or something. Um, so they both are going through this time and they decide to swap houses for Christmas. Like they, um, So Kate Winslet goes to LA and Cameron Diaz goes to this little cottage in the middle of nowhere in England and, you know, they become involved in, like, the respective sort of, not so much lives, but definitely places. Like Kate Winslet meets Cameron Diaz's neighbor, who's like this really old man, but he was like a screenwriter back in the heyday of Hollywood. Hmm. And it's just really lovely the relationship that she builds with him. And that's what I'm like, though, it's those sorts of relationships. She doesn't obviously get involved in a romantic relationship with him, but he talks about the meet cute. Like, you know, when the. Um, the two main characters have that meet cute, like that original, yeah. that initial meeting moment of meeting sort of thing. And I'm like, oh, it's so sweet. Like, I just mm-hmm. like those little things. And it's Jack Black's character ends up with Kate Winslet, you know, yeah. like, and it's totally not a combination of how <laughs> like actors and actress that you think would work together, but it does work yeah, really it's well. Really sweet yeah. It's but I, yeah, it. it reminds me of Fruits Basket from the anime yeah. Fruits Basket. Fruits. Fruits. Fruit basket or fruits basket? I can't mm. remember. <laughs> I think I'm thinking fruits because fruitsu, ah, fruits basket. <laughs> I'm sure either one's fine. Enough. Yeah, fruits basket. But so. I mean, it's just so like random. That's just such a sweet anime. Like, yeah, I need to finish that. So watching the the remastered version of it is pretty good. It is. Yeah. It's a good storyline. But I know. I think just the way they randomly meet, and obviously there's like a supernatural element of the 12 Zodiac characters Mm. but yeah I just and that's one of those slow burn sort of romance but you don't mind it because there's a whole lot of other stuff going on yeah well they gotta introduce all 12 Zodiac characters (laughs) first but they did that really well as well I don't know where I was going with all that but I just I think I think that meat whole meat cute like you know the the point where characters meet but I like in Fruits Basket because I mean she meets um, Yuki first mm. but Yuki's not who she ends up with in the end 
It's a mild spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. I'm not going to tell you who she ends up with, but mm. you'll figure it out. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where, like, but she still forms a beautiful relationship, you mm. know, and I think that's, I think that's the thing to take away is that it doesn't necessarily have to be about love and, and I've been thinking about this a lot, like, you know, romantic relationships can end and we usually don't start out as friends with those people. It's usually yeah. someone we just randomly meet. But Yeah, if, I wouldn't call them meet cutes on real no, life. No, I not, mean, not these days yeah. anyway. Well, I met my partner when I started working at the same workplace mm. as him mm. and it was pretty much... Hi, Jack, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so. Hi, how are you going? Hi, yeah. nice to meet you. I don't remember it exactly. at all. No, it wasn't exactly. a memorable meeting. No. Um, but. But it's just, yeah. It's a nice idea. It is. But I, I've, I was thinking, like, if you don't start out as friends, like, I'm just thinking these days, like, so many people, like, hook up first on Tinder or something yeah. like that, you know, or they meet in a nightclub and they might hook up in a nightclub or something like that. But is that really enduring? You know, if you want, some people say, I want to be with you forever. And so we'll become friends with that person because you're all likely to be involved with them forever than yeah. if you were like in a romantic relationship. Yeah, you can't get distance in a romantic relationship like you can in a friendship. Yeah. So you need to be really compatible or really open to talking things out. Exactly. To make it work. Yeah, it's definitely something I've come to, to realise. So it's hmm. just... You too. Yeah. So much talking. I know. But you, you've got to have a partner that's willing to talk mm. as well. True. When you don't have a partner that's willing to talk, then it's kind of hard. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes, like, you know you need to talk, but you're like, I, your own thoughts are in such a muddle. You're like, I don't even know where mm. to start. And if, you know, I don't want to say what I don't mean because, you know, I'm getting... And that's like, you know, trying not to let that communication be driven by emotion. Yeah. Again, it's like in this does. You don't know what they thought that situation was. Mm. So never just be like, oh, I'm annoyed because they did this and they should know better. Yeah. They probably have no idea <laughs> what they did or why it was wrong. Exactly, exactly. I don't know about anybody else out there, whoever might happen to stumble upon this podcast but you kind of I don't I do this all the time and I have to stop myself is that you do the scenarios in your mind about how things are going to go and what they're going to say and you're so sure of it because you've based like all of these assumptions and I'm like can I really say that I know this person if I'm like Mm. you know talking about all these I'm thinking about all these things and in the end it's just out of spite like you, you, yeah. you think the most spiteful way of hurting them because they've hurt you, and it's like just whatever you do when you communicate, do not, <laughs> do not go with your first initial thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> never try to come in with an intent to like cause harm mm-hmm. or anything. It never works out how you think it's going to. It no. doesn't make you feel any better. No, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. In the end, you just feel like shit. Mm. Especially if it's not who you are. Like, yeah, and I think that's for me with my current complicated thing. Situation. (laughs) Situation. I want to talk about things, but I'm just not, I don't even know where or how to start because I'm coming from a place of hurt first and I need to Mm. get, I need to move past that to be able to get to the, 
and because my the person that I'm in this complicated situation with English isn't their first language either so it's kind of like how do I communicate this without yeah. them misunderstanding what I'm saying <laughs> and communication is vitally important yes. not speaking the same language definitely puts a roadblock exactly and even though I can speak their language a little bit as well like I'm not sure that I'd get the right nuance Mm. across and the right meaning across either so it's a bit difficult Mm. it's a bit of a dilemma and we're not in a in the same place we're not living close together either like it's a long long distance away so it's not like we can just let actions speak louder than words either like because or even gauge when the other's upset i know in my relationship i wouldn't know that he was upset unless i could see his face yeah or he wouldn't know that i'm in a bad mood unless he was around me a lot and see that i wasn't talking as much as i usually do or something like that yeah so i can't imagine how we'd figure that out if we weren't in the same room together yes exactly exactly yeah and it's it's just it's just hard, especially when you you really do care about the person and you mm-hmm. you want it to work and stuff like that, but you just kind of like it feels like it's out of reach. Yeah. Like there's like this big huge brick wall <laughs> around them, and you just have no idea. Like on your side, it seems like it's smooth, and you have nothing to grab onto to be able to even climb over that brick wall to like mm. get onto their side to enter their space. You know, even metaphorically. Yeah. to like have the conversation that you want to have to make things stronger and mm. stuff like that so yeah it's hard especially when you know that it's worth fighting for but you're just at a loss of like how, how? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's when you go out and buy more houseplants <laughs> yes exactly just put all the love and care and attention into those <laughs> Um, Andy and I have a mutual love for plants. Mm. Usually ones that um, you'd call house plants, but we don't necessarily keep in our houses because <laughs> there's not a lot of light. No. Um, where we live, a lot of our houses are built for structural integrity, not for um, airflow and light. Mm. Which is good in a cyclone. Just mm. It's not good the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes the houses were built for cyclones, but not necessarily built for the climate. Um, yeah. The newer houses do get built that way, yeah. but the older, better brick houses like we live in. Yeah, which we're currently in right now. Yeah, they're a little bit more sturdy and get a little bit too hot. Yeah, in the they summer. trap heat like crazy. Yeah. If you like, don't right have... now, it's beautiful outside in the shade. <laughs> in the sun, it'll kill you yeah. but in the shade it's really nice outside but indoors it's hot yeah and the, and then d- tend to not make them with great circulation mm. like air circulation either no i just watched a video on this new fern that i bought yesterday mm. the um candy cotton candy fern mm. and this person was saying in their experience that if there's not enough airflow around the whole plant parts of it start to die off mm. and like airflow what about if the entire room is still and there's no airflow at all, but it's not against anything? Does that count as airflow? That still be some airflow. Just yeah. not. Uh, Do you have to go in every day and turn the fan on just to move the air, circulate the air around a bit or something? 
funny. Yeah. So I want to put it in my spare room, mm. which I don't go in very much. But it's a good, bright, lit, humid um, indirect sunlight area. And the only one I really have <laughs> where I can put things that yeah. the dog's not going to eat. Need an atrium. I wish. This is a mini one. It's yeah. a little, like, doghouse-sized glass. We can buy the greenhouses from Bunnings. The little like greenhouse, the little mesh ones, enclosures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One day, when I have a house. <laughs> and if I own a house. Yeah. If it's, um... If the backyard's rectangular, I'm gonna cut it until it's down to a square, make that the garden area, and then the leftover bit on the side will be like seedlings and potting mix and <laughs> greenhouse and everything. Dreams. Yeah. And then I'm gonna put giant screens all over it so that my boyfriend can't see it because he has a complex around messiness <laughs> just get those really nice decorative screens from money yeah. and put it in front of it and i'm not <laughs> keeping my like seedling shed in perfect neat order it's not what it's for <laughs> that's a that's a that's a great idea for an anime like a gardening one like i would totally get into a gardening anime if each sure. episode like taught you how to like propagate and like you know care for, care different, for plants. different plants and stuff like that like it that can be, be a, the, the b plot can yeah. be a different plant each episode <laughs> yes <laughs> but then there's like some romance thing around perhaps like a, yeah. a, a, a quiet or... like a quiet um yeah well i mean a comedy or the romance could mm. be like a you know the quiet handsome neighbor who like you know, doesn't talk or interact with people a lot, but, like, the girl comes in yeah. and has to help him somehow, and she ends up developing this relationship with him through helping him mm. care for his plants. And I was going to say, maybe he can be really good with plants and be really tall and intimidating looking. Everyone thinks he's, like, a mobster or something. Yeah, But he's just a really nice guy who loves plants. Yeah, and that can be the comedy. Any great creators out there, there's a there's an anime or manga idea for you. Yeah, I wish I had the energy to make an entire comic. I know. I can barely get single pictures done. I know, even when you were unemployed you did kind of start out doing some little four panels. Mm. But even that still was, a struggle to get yeah. more than one or two done a week. Yeah. You have to kind of have the that's what I mean, even because I'm meant to be illustrating that children's book for work. And even just like I was, you know, I've got all the pictures there sketched out ready to go. It's just like getting, having the energy and the right mindset, I guess, to get down and actually yeah. draw them and finish them off. Like that's, yeah. I know for me, I get this thing where it's like, I can't waste my time. <laughs> I hate being at work. <laughs> so when I'm at home, I need to maximise my happiness in the limited amount of time that I have. But that results in me just like watching YouTube, which gives instant gratification yeah. sort of thing, but then doesn't give any lasting gratification. Yeah. So it's art. Uh, I need to do more art and watch yeah. less YouTube. Exactly. I understand those feels. But like we were talking about last yesterday, like just being so tired. Mm. these days that you just have no energy for anything else so you, although youtube might be instant gratification mm. it's probably all you have the energy yeah. to do at it's that very time <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like me like i come home and i have so many books to read and they're <laughs> books that i want to read but i just come home and 
I just get stuck into my manga apps and I'm just reading and binging like all of these yeah. mangas and I'm like, what is going on in my life that's making me want to like binge these I was gonna say, mangas? Like, I've got like a 500 plus book collection yeah. and I've pretty much abandoned it for YouTube <laughs> and currently manga, which I, I did buy. So I've got physical manga yeah. I'm reading, but yeah, I haven't read and book without pictures yeah. in a really long time. <laughs> no. I know. I found a good manga app too. So I'm like I've got I mean I read Webtoon and there's some good ones on there, but this other manga app, I'm like, they have some really good stories and it's and I'm like I just keep getting stuff. I'm like, oh next one, next one, what can I find? Like what can mm. I find? And I'm like, what is it about these? Like what am I seeking to get think, out of these? Um a lot of the problem as well these days is that manga apps have that real kind of like you can't read a whole story arc mm. sort of thing yeah um sometimes the creator hasn't written it up and other yeah. times you get halfway through it and there's a paywall yeah and that sort of stuff and you have to struggle with yourself whether or not you feel like yeah. paying enough yeah. for this so i know for me i'll start reading a story and then the paywall come come up mm. or it just ends and i still have the unresolved tension from mm. the story arc mm. And I feel the need to go and find another manga to, to try and find closure to yeah. that tension that's created. And you just keep going because you never find one that satisfactorily yeah. finishes. Well, I have subscribed to this manga app, so I don't mm. get the paywall. It's more like there's ones that, you know, they're not complete yet, so they're updating and I yeah. have to wait for the update. And, I mean, Webtoon is good because even though they do have a paywall, after a certain amount of time the episodes become available for free, so you mm. just have to wait. Whereas Tappers, they never become available for free. Like, you just yeah. have to, like, buy it if you want to <laughs> keep reading it sort of thing. I just think uh, manga's not the best um, medium to do, like, one page at a time. No, exactly. Or you need entire chapters completed before you yeah. even start. I think, like, things like Webtoon's more for the creator, whereas other platforms are more for the artists to make money. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm not going involved in Patreon and everything yet but mm. it's just I don't know I think that there's I know for me because I tend to get more bingy of the romance ones so I'm like I feel like there's definitely and I know that there's that sort of romantic element lacking from my own life which I probably want so I like fill that hole <laughs> <laughs> by reading romance and manga sort yeah. of thing um but it's also a particular type of romance. Like I said, it's not just that sappy, like, mm. thing. And there has to be something that they have to overcome in order to realise their love yeah. for each other. Like, it's, yeah. And maybe that's why I'm so happy and willing to still suffer through this complicated thing that I'm <laughs> dealing with. Because I'm like, if we overcome this, then the love on the other side will be worth it and beautiful, yeah. you know. You but be stronger. Yeah, without yeah. knowing that there's actually going to be that definitely yeah. on the other side it's, I think that's the unknowing because I do like to be in control of things as well so mm. at, least if, uh, at least with novels you know they're going to have to resolve this or yeah. the characters are going to get together eventually yeah. you kind of have an assurance of sorts yeah. that it's going to be a happy ending at the end yeah. but in real life you have actually no idea what's going to happen yeah. if you keep trying with it one relationship or trying yeah. to go after one goal yeah um, I keep I don't know if it's like the universe sending me a sign but you know how I like share a lot of like quotes and stuff and I follow a lot of quotes pages on Instagram <laughs> but I keep seeing this one that says 
Um, if you're not happy with things that are happening in your life, you either need to accept it. If you can't accept it, change it. And if you can't change it, then leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you showing me this? I don't want to leave it. I'm like, I know I either need to accept it or try to change it. I know, I know, I know, but yeah, it's hard. Uh, it reminds me though, I had a really fun coincidence yesterday. I was scrolling through Instagram and I follow this one person who's currently doing little comic strips. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it's about. I haven't actually read it from the start, so I don't know what's going on. But my partner was talking about something, and I said something, and then he said, well, it's not my fault that happened. <laughs> like, not in an angry way, yeah, just yeah. like, you said that. And then I looked at my phone, and this comic strip had come up, and the first panel is someone talking about my phone, and it says, well, it's not my fault either. <laughs> and I'm like, is my phone having a conversation with my boyfriend right now? That's great. Yeah. I love those. It was perfect things. timing. Yeah. He said it. I looked down. Yeah. I read that. <laughs> I love those little moments. Is it yeah. serendipity? Think so. I need to look up. I always get those things messed up. It's like the song, isn't it ironic? I know most of those instances are called coincidence, not irony. But I can't <laughs> remember what irony is, no matter how many times I read the definition. I know. I, I actually it. yesterday I was listening to Brene Brown podcast dare to lead and her and her sister were talking and they were like googling stuff as they were talking and i'm like all right now i don't feel so bad having to google stuff while we're doing the podcast either so i have googled the meaning of serendipity i would have googled a couple of things by now but i can't remember my phone yeah the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way Hmm. so maybe not a happy way but still funny and interesting strange coincidental way mm. yeah more significant feeling than just coincidence yes yes mm. yes one word that i have learned about six years ago that i actually quite like is hyperbole hyperbole yeah i had no idea what the hell that was <laughs> until you were helping your sister with her english homework and get to look it up now i use it all the time yeah and i oh i like this but it's a little bit too hyperbolic with the expression of so-and-so <laughs> it's like i was being hyperbolic can you oh, you know, it's just hyperbole. Um, it's where it's kind of like overreacting. Mm. Like you describe something excessively in order ah, to get the point yes, across. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good when like, you have younger sisters that you or younger siblings you need to have with me. <laughs> I know. I think if I had kids, I'd probably learn more from primary school than I did when I was actually in primary school. But yeah. So like, ah, uh, it's so embarrassing. I'm just gonna die. Mm. Like, no, you're not. You're being hyperbolic. Yes, exactly. Come here. <laughs> That FML, yeah, fuck my life. But I hate. No that one actually like, means it. I know. Yeah. I so hate that saying. Whenever I see someone's got FML, I'm just like roll my eyes. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> oh, far out. That's just so over, over the top. Like, yeah. And if you really do think that, like, it really bothers me when people say like, I hate my life or fuck my life. And I'm like, yeah. Because then I'm like, I'm part of your life. Yeah, Are you exactly. saying you hate me? Like, um, yeah. It's someone really I'm very me. close to who may or may not be my boyfriend. <laughs> it was a short temper and says things like that, like, yeah. oh, everything in life, my life is shit. shit yeah. And that sort of stuff. I'm like, excuse you. Yeah. And like, Sorry, except for you. Like, Thank you. I know. I'm right here. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like, you know, I think that that's just a sign of somebody being, you know, so overwhelmed and caught up in 
whatever they're going through at the moment that they don't realize what they're saying but yeah for the other people in your life just know that it's not very nice yeah (laughs) especially when you've told them otherwise that you're important to that they're important to you or they're special to you and then you say things like i hate my life and it's like oh well I'm part of your life, aren't I? Do you hate me? Hmm. <laughs> I didn't think that was the case, but perhaps. I think people have to remember as well that words have power. Oh, they do. They, they have so much power. They have more power to hurt than actually hmm. punching somebody. And they affect um, your own conception of the world as well. Yeah. You keep saying, oh, my life is shit, even if you don't mean it. If you say it all the time. Your life's going to be shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you're going to believe it yeah. after a while. Yeah, exactly. You should be very of practicing gratitude. Exactly, you should be very, very careful of how you talk to yourself all the time. Because just like you know, there's that saying that you know, like be careful of the things you say to your kids because they'll become what you tell them Mm. that they are. And it's the same with ourselves. You got to be careful what you say to yourself because you will become what you think about yourself if you think it often enough. That's why. Mm gratitude practice and practicing like yeah. saying you know think you thinking about the good things about yourself that's why mm. so I mean I used to go when long time ago like when I was in uni like at least 20 years ago now like I used to be very like self um loathing I guess like mm. quite but then I decided you know I had an ex-boyfriend who I was very close with and even after we broke up because we we didn't break up for bad terms we broke up because we wanted to go separate ways in life but he got killed in a car accident and I guess after he got killed at just you know the age of 25 it just made me really think like what am I doing (laughs) with Mm. my life like you know because he had so much life and so much love for life and yeah. yeah and I Passion and, and drive yeah to and I never things. liked who I was and I'm like well if you don't like who you are then change hmm. you know it's you're not you're never stuck as that person like everybody can change I know that some people are in some really shit circumstances that are kind of out of con- their control but what is within your control is the way you view yourself and the way you deal with that situation and, and I can't imagine what some people in the world are going through like you know like I would look at their life and just think shit I can see why (laughs) but you know a lot of people also find happiness in those situations and just get by the fact that you're still alive and you're still living that Mm. like yeah anyway I don't think we're reaching we're reaching lots of people with our podcast (laughs) to get that message but no for the few that might (laughs) pass it on exactly (laughs) at least we're doing something more worthwhile I'm happy to be here talking than watching more YouTube. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we might leave it there for yeah. today. Um, thanks. I don't know. I think it's maybe only our friends listening. You know who you are. But <laughs> thanks for listening to us ramble on about bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there was slightly swearing <laughs> that time than usual. Yes, exactly. You're welcome. Yes, exactly. I think last time we were we were talking about a topic that we were passionate passionately like angry about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well enjoy whatever you're doing today or tonight. Yeah. If you're gonna go to sleep listening to this, like have have nice dreams, but otherwise enjoy whatever have a you're good doing. Time. This. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is that you're doing <laughs> now or in the future. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Bye y'all. See ya. <laughs>